Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont. And with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. How are you doing? It's Thursday evening. I'm doing fine. It's just another day in the life. Another day in the life. Another where it was like, you know, whenever we were trying to plan for the week, given that the Olympics are going on and, uh, and you know, Obviously, it's been kind of a downer week with the Olympics yeah. with all the, with the gymnastics. I mean, Simone Biles, Biles, man, props to her for looking out for her mental health. We all have to do that. But also, like, the softball team lost. And, you know, swim has been kind of up and down. So I'm just hoping next week with track and field, it'll, it'll get some re- – it'll be exciting again. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like what I keep saying about award season. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a real year. <laughs> it, it, you're right. You're right. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. This this crazy. Maybe that's what's throwing everybody off. Maybe you know, just given that we're supposed to have this last summer, and then you know, here we are, in mostly empty arenas. If I mean, I guess in Tokyo it's completely empty, and then I guess some of the outlying areas they allow some fans, but yeah, and it's just. So Previous years, everything's been spoiled for me. Like, right. I would have watched the gymnastics final, but then I saw on Twitter, yeah. hey, this is what happened. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's- then I saw this afternoon, SUNY won the gold in the all around, which congratulations to her. I mean, yeah. that's 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 kind of a weird silver lining that with the whole situation with Simone, it does allow the other gymnasts yeah. to step up and sure. get more of the spotlight. Yeah. Um, because we really did do have a stack deck of a yeah. team. Um, and the event finals are still, we'll see how that all plays out. But yeah. it just, yeah. it doesn't, even though they're being held, I mean, to your point with the empty fan- seats, it just doesn't feel like it counts. <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't. Yeah. It, it, it's just a weird, it's just, yeah, and, and the ratings have, have you know, borne that out. Uh, you know, I saw where, uh, you know, viewership is down, and I think part of it is the, um, you know, a lot of the heavy hitters are are, are not do, performing well for whatever reason or, or it's expectation. And of course, you know, being an off cycle, like you said, with the award show, it's, you know, it's kind of hard, you know, it's hard for casual fans, you know, because really the events is a, the, you know, the Olympics really is a, a, a an event for, you know, people really only tune in to sports just every four years for this. And, um, and yeah, so it's just been kind of, um, yeah, it, yeah. And, and like and the other point you made with social media things being reported on real time earlier in the day for, you know, for obvious reasons, but it's it does kind of take the the oomph out of it as far as just like well, I got to slog through a bunch of little feature pieces to to see this this event later in the day. So yeah, and I mean all of us smart people just stalk Leslie Jones' Twitter account to get her reactions. Yeah, it because it's they're masterpieces. Always, she, she, yeah. I mean, whether it's Olympics, Oscar, you know, if you want to get you're you're right. If you want to get like unvarnished masterpiece analysis on stuff just go to leslie jones's twitter account i, I remember when she was watching the snyder cut that was just like uh, yeah i was like that that made that i i liked it but it made it even more enjoyable <laughs> <laughs> um, man well some things are getting back to normal will because i did watch a few trailers mm. finally finally <laughs> took me a while and and I just, I mean, with all of the theaters shutting down last year and everything and movies being available on streaming services, for some reason, I just fell out of watching trailers. Um, yeah. Also, with all of the release date changes, I mean, they're very misleading. Mm-hmm. So, um, but no, I did. Um, with Ghostbusters Afterlife, I, I did watch the trailer, but I wanted to watch the kind of funny trailer reaction video because greg miller is one of the biggest ghostbusters fans ever (laughs) um and and so i watched it they're all very very excited i thought the trailer was all right for some reason i remember either the teaser trailer that was Mm -hmm. released last year Mm-hmm. Hitting harder than this one because with this one, especially when they got into some of the CGI stuff, 
I was like, okay, less yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, I know CGI and trailers sometimes can be underwhelming, and and, and all. I, I I I did I did watch this trailer, and I I, I joked. Uh, I felt like it was Stranger Things for oh oh I mean oh it's Ghostbusters Afterlife but uh, but the uh, I it was you know it definitely is you know it is set in the universe directly uh, from the 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 OG Ghostbusters and you know I won't get into the whole like you know, issues with people had with the 2016 version of it I mean I think that's been well documented uh, the sexism there but. Um, but um, this one, yeah, you're right. I mean, it it was good. It, it was one of those things where I was just like, hmm, it's kind of like Snake Eyes. I I could, I'm, don't know if I will go to the theater to watch it, but I, you know, if it, but then again, I I just might. I, I I'm not sure. Um, uh, you know, I think it definitely had the, the the charm of the of the others, and of course, I think uh, didn't have a little. Uh, you know, nod to the original with Dan Aykroyd, um, I think, in it. And, of course, the snippets from the, the, the movie itself, the 1984 version of the, of the Ghostbusters. So, you know, I, 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 it's, it's a way to introduce the franchise to, to a new generation, but also for old heads who really are nostalgic for the original one. I, I think it'll, it'll satisfy them as well. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should, yeah. We shall see. Well, I mean, given that it's Jason Reitman, I guess Ivan Reitman's son, who also directed, you know, was part of the original creative team. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, will they have a Reitman cut? We'll see. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think everything has a a different director's cut these days. (laughs) Oh, everybody gets a director's cut these days. Um, The other trailers that I watched um, aren't really in the genre that we normally talk about, but um, it kind of is because Adam Jiver, Forever Kylo Ren, like the process, degrees of separation, Will, that's what I'm trying to get at here. Um, So House of Gucci trailer dropped within the last hour. I watched it before Will. Will watched it, but he was doing a lot of yak, 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 yak. So I don't really think that he fully observed absorbed the trailer um and he'll he'll be able to explain himself but for me i'm I'm lady gaga i am so on the fence about if she's a good actress or not (laughs) (laughs) especially with this trailer because it's not that the accent was atrocious no 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 i just from between her character from what I've seen in this movie mm-hmm. versus A Star is Born, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> it no. seems like she's just playing herself. Yeah. <laughs> 50 <Well>. degrees. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you that's actually the accent was what finally got me to shut up uh, whenever we were we were taping the pre-show because I, I I had missed uh, I had missed the trailer uh, before I did see uh, some of the posters for it and of course all you know Jared Leto and uh, Adam Driver's names and trending earlier uh, today uh, for for this and um, you know it, it, you're right it's not in our, in our wheelhouse as far as the genre and um, you know, I'm sure you know it's directed by Ridley Scott, and mm-hmm. and and I know you also mentioned in our pre-show that uh, he's also directing out Adam Driver in another uh, another film that also had a trailer this week, I think. Yeah. Um. So you know, I, it it looks, you know, it's the House of Gucci. It look, you know, it's very stylish. I mean, the, you know, the even though I, as far as the dialogue, I you know it was missed a, some it's of it. Great. Well, just say it. It's Oscar. Uh, it's yeah. I was getting there. I was working to it. It's it's definitely one of those things that they're hoping to you know push their ticket to the Oscar consideration for for 2021. Yeah, I mean, but the visuals were you know were like what you know what you expect the name like Gucci. It was like okay, cool. But but also when you know Jared Leto's the makeup 
work that they did uh, for for him and his project was just was pretty amazing. So yeah, we'll we'll definitely see see this film um, on the slate of Oscar contenders when the time is when it when it nomination time rolls around. Yeah, I I think Ridley Scott is such a controversial director because he he seems to he's known for a lot of big pictures that have won awards in the past but he's also known for a lot of bombs yeah yeah (laughs) which don't do well are not well critically received well at all and so it's also interesting the the two trailers the other one being the last duel with um Jodie Comer, I think that's how you say her name, and uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and Adam Driver. And that is all based on a book about the supposed last duel and it having to do with um, the rape of um, of a of a woman. And so it's it's a very interesting topic, especially with the setting um, that it is um, to explore. So. Um, it, it is curious that he now has these two films that are telling stories from very different times and mm-hmm. um, the, the, at the core, very different points, I guess, that will be get at. So uh, I'm, I'm curious how it'll, uh, how it'll, how Ridley will like Duke um, play off himself. I don't know where I'm going with this, but... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the other trailer. Another Oscar bait movie. We'll see what happens. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, we got a lot of, a lot of little bits. Nothing really. Uh, Winston Duke will voice Batman, and Jason Isaacs will voice Alfred in Batman Unburied. Okay, what is Batman Unburied? Yeah, so Batman Unburied. This was something that was announced. Uh, earlier, I think this year, where it's a podcast at uh, on Spotify, and DC Comics is um, launching a whole series of audio dramas uh, on Spotify, and this one is one where Bruce Wayne will and Batman will. Uh, it's a psychological thriller uh, that gets into the the psychology of. Batman and crime fighting and things in Gotham City. So uh, David Goyer, who uh, was, you know, had written uh, Krypton and um, uh, and other Batman related projects, uh, will is is the writer for this particular audio series. And uh, no release date has been set for it yet, but uh, this was uh, some news of. Uh, Notable news of you know Winston Duke and and, and Jason uh, doing voice voice work for it. I I was very happy to see Winston Duke's name. Um, I, I feel like he's another person who was um, like after um, Us came mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Well, like you could see, okay, we're gonna see this name and this guy in more and more films, and then twenty twenty happened. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so to to it, it's kind of like this weird um, area for a lot of stars who are on the rise yeah. where where now some of the projects are starting to come out. And so I hope um, I, I was glad to see his name and to be reminded that that's someone to pay attention to because he's he's going to be um, in a lot of things to come. Yep. Um, other DC related movies news, but. Michael B. Jordan, who just, I don't know why his name constantly pops up in headlines. And it it always, he's very much like The Rock in this whole yeah. Black Adam movie thing, where I feel like every other month at this point, we're talking about the Mike, Michael B. Jordan Superman project, which is now confirmed for HBO Max, and it's going to be a series. Yeah. Yeah, so this one, and this is not to be confused with the one that J.J. Abrams is doing with uh, Tanisha Coates. Oh. This is a separate, uh, separate project, and and so this particular version is going to actually have an act, an actual black Superman. They're not going to do any race bending or switching from Clark to 
from being white to, to black, they're actually going to use one of the two black supermen, uh, Val Zod, uh, to, to be uh, the pr- protagonist in this particular particular story. So, uh, which is which is super exciting because, um, I mean, when I was you know Val Zod's stories very similar to Segel's uh, as far as uh, his origins, uh, his his parents were were executed by by the high council of krypton and then he uh, ended up uh, getting adopted and raised on i believe earth too uh and, and so he became the superman of that particular earth so you know i'll be interested to see if michael's just going to be you know as a production company he's just going to be behind it or if he's going to be in front of the camera playing val solid um or if uh, or it'll cast someone else for this particular project, but I'm pretty I'm very excited for this one. Yeah, I I mean I'm excited as long as it actually happens, mm-hmm. and so we can stop talking about the Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that too. <laughs> like like well, this well, rumor. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I think That's it's co- what continues to bother me about these yeah. projects. Will. Is it's all of this speculation and this buildup? Will the Snyder Cut happen? Will it not? Is there such a thing? And then we get it, and it's never going to meet all of the hype. True, true. Well, I think this one, yeah, that's a good point. And I know, I think he's also, I think his company's also doing the Static Shock show for uh, HBO Max as well. So, yeah, yeah, so, you know, so he, you know, we, I think whenever the, whole jj abrams thing broke a few months ago you know michael made a point to say look i'm flattered that people want me to play this role but you know we also you know formed this company my own production company to to have heroes who look like me so and, and people of color can have heroes on the screen that they can look up to and not necessarily have to twist you know established characters um when there's a whole slate of black characters that are out there that need to be made into live action. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm, like, like you said, a lot of rumor, whatever, but hopefully this one will actually come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to have some company because as we talked about last week, Batgirl will also be, um, is going to go into production and be released on HBO max. And we found out this week that JK Simmons is going to potentially resume his role as Commissioner Gordon um, Mm -hmm. and be part of that cast. Because J.K. Simmons these days, he's just like, yeah, I'll I'll jump over to Marvel, I'll jump back over to DC, you know, do this, do that, bada bing, bada boom, I'm J.K. Exactly. Yeah, I'll even I'll even even show up with uh, Chris Pratt on on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. 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 That movie? Have you? I have not. I have not. It keeps coming up as my, you know, we recommended things to watch, <laughs> but I haven't. I haven't clicked play yet. I did watch the He Man Master, the Masters of the Universe Revelation, but uh, but let me just. The, but getting back to J.K. for a moment and the whole Batgirl thing, because I, the whole thing was wondering if it was going to get tied to the the Pattinson universe, and but it looks like it's going to be tied to the Snyderverse because. Uh, his commissioner Gordon was 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 in you know was in the in the Snyderverse so uh, or yeah yeah oh he didn't get cut oh that's uh, right they released the uncut version got it okay. yep yep <laughs> exactly exactly so yeah so so yeah so instead of uh, I guess they'll probably make him as like maybe he's her uncle who later adopts her as. His daughter. I mean, I think I know that was one iteration of, of Batgirl in the comics uh, with, with Commissioner Gordon. So I guess given what Leslie Grace being being cast, uh, maybe that'll that's how they'll make it work if he is indeed her father uh, in in, in he, this upcoming series. And I mean, I know he's he's right now. Well, theoretically, he's right now known for his performance in Whiplash because that got him the Oscar, but. My favorite J.K. Simmons performance has to be from Juno, where he plays the best dad ever. Uh. So if that, if what you just explained about his relationship to Batgirl is mm. correct, 
please, JK, tap into what you brought to Juno because I love that. I loved that fatherly bonding with the daughter. So, yeah, like less Snyderverse, JK, and more <laughs> JK. That's all I'm asking. That's all we need. Yep. So, how was He Man? I've, I've heard mixed things. Yeah, I actually, I actually liked it. I, I, I did, I did. It was, um, it, it was entertaining, and it was, it really blended a lot of different elements from the original cartoon, as well as some of the. Uh, there was a trade paper book uh, books that also um, were published as well so as far as like with the, dealing with the, the the two power swords the one because he because er, he man had one and then skeletor had one and then like the, the old og playset you could like punt them together and use it as a key to open up castle grayskull so uh so you you had those elements of a lot of those blended stories woven into this and and i know a lot of people were were upset because um tila and and Evelyn and some of the female characters were were quote unquote you know it was woke he man or whatever. But I mean, if you go back and watch the you know the original, I mean those characters were integral in, in those stories. So you know I think a lot of fanboys are just getting their you know as usual getting their you know butt hurt over for over. Uh, things for no reason and um and in the in the way this the 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 first it was a the part one was which is a block of five episodes ended ended on a pretty pretty ended on a cliffhanger uh that uh, i was like oh okay i see what you did there kevin i'm I'm gonna be around for part two when it rolls around Hmm. interesting I yeah. mean, I I don't know the mythology about He Man. It it wasn't a part of my childhood, so it doesn't surprise me that there's an uproar and there's a controversy over it. I feel a bit bad for Kevin Smith because I do every now and then will listen to um, Batman Beyond, mm-hmm. um, and and I I did go. Like prior to release, ever since they dropped that trailer, apparently there has been a bunch of back and forth between him and some fans because of all the speculation about what the series will be about. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's a bit unfortunate, though, that it being dropped didn't silence everyone. And it was more like, no, we were right. No, you still weren't. So, but, but, you know, that's, that's the price. I mean, yeah. At this point, social media is a thing. It has yep. a voice. Mm-hmm. There are these trolls. And fanboys will never be satisfied. Nope. <laughs> they won't be. They won't be. I know. Um, the last bit of news that we do have is something that broke earlier today. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around this. But right. Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney for breach of her contract over how the Black Widow movie was simultaneously released in theaters and on disney plus yeah yeah i was like all right i get to use my law degree tonight on the show (laughs) 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 yeah when i when i saw this news yeah so uh so apparently early on there was an email that uh, marvel's general counsel sent to to scarlet in march of 2019 that basically said yes we are planning on we're sticking to a theatrical release you know that's the plan for this film and you know and i guess apparently scarlet was very uh, concerned that it was going to somehow end up on disney plus and then of course you know then 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 the pandemic happened and so i mean basically her yeah you know the grounds of it is is breach contract and 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 basically uh she is um contending that they, they they by going through this new release model they they breached the four corners of the agreement and apparently her people uh, her her representatives did reach out to disney to like renegotiate her her, her her contract so that um she could get any additional compensation that would come from from the streaming set and i, and I know this this you know this gets into a lot of with you know with the pandemic 
you know, Warner famously decided to go to the, yep. to the, the, the release, but their lawyers were smart <laughs> and they actually renegotiated. It, it was like a $200 million sell, renegotiation that they paid all the talent and et cetera and, and renegotiated their deal so that they would get, you know, basically paid for the change up of the model from the theatrical release to the, to the hybrid release. So Warner brothers actually did something right for change. <laughs> so, hey, like, hold, don't hold your breath. They'll yeah. Up some other <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah but, no, it's, it's interesting because I remember all of that when that all of that talk about the contracts and the money when Warner Brothers did make that announcement. And um, I am very surprised, though, that of how this dropped today and that, oh, Disney didn't think to renegotiate. Really? Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Or maybe it was because, like, don't forget that how many different release dates were there for Black Widow? Mm-hmm. And there was a time when everyone was just like, we're not even going to talk about the Widow in the room. Okay. Yeah. We're right. just going to ignore because we don't know when we can get it out there. And so I, I just wonder if it was a timey thing where they're like, no, we got to drop this movie before all of this other stuff comes and unfortunately we don't have time to renegotiate the contract but i don't know if if what you're saying about how her lawyers did reach out and say hey we're gonna have an issue here um very interesting granted i'm sure they're gonna use their money from endgame too yeah exactly yeah because I mean, you know and it, it, it is interesting and you know the thing about the contracts is i mean there there is that 2019 email and of course it's one of the you know you know clearly that was pre-pandemic and you know and the basic things as far as contract law is you know conversations and things outside of of a contract i mean once you sign it you know those things don't count i mean you can send as many emails or reach out all you want but uh you know but like you know but like i said warner was smart and they were like okay we see the 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 the, their lawyers were like we see the big landmine here because you know we do have these agreements and you know we are in material breach of those agreements because we are doing this new thing so they were like okay let's just mitigate it and they you know and they cut all the talent you know a share of that 200 million dollar in the amended agreements um disney did respond and did say that uh you know she's already been paid 20 million dollars in, in compensation even though scarlet's people are like look she was there you know st- stood to gain 50 million dollars uh from you know if this had been really released theatrically and of course we all, we know it you know underperformed at the box office for various reasons uh mm-hmm. but then disney also said that this this is there is no merit whatsoever to this filing the lawsuit is especially sad and distressing and it's callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged effects of the COVID 19 pandemic disney has fully complied with mr johansson's contract and furthermore the release of disney of black widow on disney plus with premier access significantly earned her ability to earn additional compensation on top of the 20 million she has received to date so that was disney's response back to on this so it's just very ugly so i don't know if we'll see scarlet moving (laughs) moving forward into mcu even if there was a chance uh with uh you know with the multiverse yeah there's gonna be some bad blood between her and a while following all this i mean she she is isn't she the highest paid actress in Hollywood? I think she is. I think yeah. she is. Yeah. Which I'm not trying to say, like, just because she's the highest paid, she doesn't deserve. Because wasn't she also a producer on Black Widow? She was. Yeah. So she deserves a share of that profit. Um, yeah. And yeah. it's kind of, again, it's just an unfortunate thing for Disney because all of the momentum that they had following Loki um still classic but (laughs) (laughs) and and now with like the build-up for um all of the fall content to have this like get dropped um it's 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 a stain but you know we'll see we'll see 
to your point earlier about how like Warner Brothers did something smart for a change, we'll see how quickly or if this is a long drawn out thing between ScarJo and Warner um ScarJo and Disney because yeah. because some of the stuff that Warner Brothers have done Jeez, talk about things we just keep talking about and about and about. And it's like, what is really happening? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, the other thing is, do people have contracts for Comic-Con? Because <laughs> Comic-Con happen well. I just don't understand. Yeah, it, it, it the Comic-Con at home did happen last weekend. And I mean, you know, God bless them. Uh, they, it, it's, 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 uh, you would think in year two, uh, of, of doing this, they would have, um, come up with a more dynamic way of having, uh, a, a, a virtual event. I mean, clearly, you know, clearly DC showed how you could do it. Uh, there's also other, yeah, I mean, there's there's other cons like our friend KJ. I mean, she's, she's she works at she, she helps put on various comic cons and um and you know they've been yeah, heavy hitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heavy, that was the big thing about the fandom fandom yeah. that event that really surprised me is that they were able to start it off with um, Wonder Woman mm-hmm. and then lead into more panels about comic books or upcoming um, animated series and then lead into um, um, like the Wonder Woman cast playing a game or a different cast. And then you had TV show panels and then you ended with the Batman trailer. You need the heavy hitters or else there is nothing to Draw in the viewers. Yeah, and there and and there were some significant, you know, IP that was that had things. I mean, Star Trek, uh, Walking Dead. I mean, there were. I mean, it's not the you know the the, the big tentpole Disney and and, and Marvel, um, or or DC, but and and even DC. I mean, Legends of Tomorrow. I mean, there were things that were there, but you know, but you're right. I mean, they're not like. I think it's. It seems that the the presentation of it, mm-hmm. you know, it was just a, a glorified Zoom call, and Lord knows all of us are like fatigued at this point. Even YouTube's moving away from like, you know, live um, live streaming some thing, you know, events. Uh, you know, thinking about our friends over at SEN uh, with Christian, you know, moving to uh, moving that to Twitch, for example. Um, you know, you know, I, I, I just think that if you know, if they move forward, I mean, given that the pandemic is going to be with us for for a while longer, uh, with the event they have coming up in person, assuming that you know Delta variant allows it, and in, in after Thanksgiving, um, you know, if they do have a virtual component to it, maybe that's a way to really if they you know, give fans, especially folks who can't attend these things, even in normal, you know, in a normal world. Uh, give them an opportunity to be able to uh, you know, replicate that um, as best you can uh, for the virtual audience so you can get that buzz and, and, and get people to uh, uh, be interested in it because I mean nothing I mean I don't think anything really trended at all this weekend from from their events no no nothing trended I mean I remember you mentioned that it was happening this weekend so on Saturday, I I it just popped into my mind, and I'm like, oh, oh, that that is happening. And I like did a search on YouTube, and I look at all these videos, and it's like 700 views, a thousand yeah. views. I'm mm-hmm. like, hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, <laughs> nothing yeah. is trending. There's not all of these reactions to these trailers. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's just, and and the sad thing is, will. There is a lot to talk about. The, mm-hmm. the second half of 2021 yeah. is going to ramp up. I mean, next month alone, we have Suicide Squad, Stargirl Season 2, What If, Titans, Supergirl. Like, that's August. Yeah. yeah. August. I mean, the week of, yeah, the week, yeah, from August 6th to the 12th, it's just like, you know, 
you know, buckle your seatbelts, fandom, because, you know, there's, there's, let's see, three and DC properties and then one major Marvel, you know, the MCU returns for, you know, so, you know, it, yeah, it, you're right. I mean, there are things, and I, and I grant it, like you said, I mean, a big part of it is the big studios did, did not really put their uh, marquee events uh, on comic-con at home this past week but uh you could have used this as an opportunity especially pr- as we were going into the olympics to you know get that extra little oomph before before everybody just turns their eyes to to tokyo for two weeks for for it yeah yeah i mean the buzz is around suicide squad has me pretty pumped up yeah me too it, yeah. it's going to be dropped on hbo max right yeah, it's, yeah, it's okay. simultaneous. Yep, is yeah, awesome. going back to our, awesome. yeah, yep. Star Girl season two. I mean, it, it was funny. I keep thinking about how in March there was just this skyrocket of content between all of the Marvel stuff and the CW verse, and now that like CW has kind of gone into a hiatus slash, most of the shows have ended for their season, um, and. Like to get Star Girl, it's kind of like okay, so we're starting to try to acclimate to the new normal, and mm-hmm. so and here comes Star Girl, very refreshing show that yeah. we watched in season one, and then yeah. on top of that, you have the show that always tries to redeem itself for me, <laughs> but Titans. Yeah, and I've seen that trailer for the Titans season. I feel like it plays. Every single time I watch a YouTube video, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, they've been they they have been doing a lot of or, or media paid media with that because uh, every you know they've been every day they've been dropping snippets on their Instagram page and, and you know like I said other social media platforms uh, and yeah I you know I I'm pretty hyped for for season season three of Titans actually and, and Star Girl too I mean because. Uh, you're speaking to the other CW shows that are, are, have wound, wound down, as far as like The Flash and uh, mm-hmm. um, the you know John Wesley ship is going to be Jay Garrick is going to be in season two of Star Girl in episode I think nine, and then of course you know we had the end of of season one where you had the uh, the cliffhanger where uh, Sylvester Pimbleton, uh, the original Starman, uh, also. Uh, you know, you know, shows up after we thought he was killed. At, you know, in the pilot. So, spoiler alert. Sorry, um, if you hadn't watched the show. Um, but uh, yeah, so you know, so you know, we're starting to get our universes uh, tied together, and, and 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 the creative team is still there. So I'm, you know, all of us are concerned that it's going to get CW fied. But I think Superman and Lois has has helped has allayed the, those fears somewhat um well actually a lot when you consider what they are what the what they're doing and they'll you know they'll be also be back starting their filming their second season in september so yeah but they're still young they're still young yeah children of the cw verse and and what if really needs no hype because the way loki ended that was all rewatch loki season finale once a week up until what if you'll be fine <laughs> yeah you'll be fine you'll be fine yeah yeah i guess this week they did drop a i think a poster of uh the watcher who's you know who is the mm-hmm. narrator and uh jeffrey wright obviously is narrating the, the series so uh yeah i can't I'm, that's another one i'm hyped for i mean it, it, that, that's gonna be a fun podcast when we do when we do that week yeah i wasn't hyped for it and then i watched the loki season finale and then i found out that what if will actually have impact mm-hmm. Yeah, it's canon. Yeah, it is canon. And then right right on the heels, to kick off September, we have Shang-Chi and the Seven Rings, which with everything going on, Will, I I mean, the trailer, I was intrigued, Mm -hmm. but I'm very curious of how this origin story will fit in to this collision of the worlds, Mm. of the timelines. Yeah. So and and it is. I mean, that's it. That's pretty hard to pull off with with the beginning of this phase. 
to insert a a very important um, origin story. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, uh, we'll see. We'll see how it works. We'll see how it ties in. Um, I wonder, I wonder if it'll be one of those things where, you know, like Black Widow in the sense that it's, you know, in the universe and, 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 you know, tied to events and we'll get, you know, obviously, you know, Feige, they confirmed that we, you know, the abomination is, uh, that, you know, that we saw in the trailer that is him and, you know, we'll, so we'll see elements of the other, the larger universe, but I wonder if it's going to be one of those things where self-contained, where, like you said, it's an origin story, uh, and they'll plant seeds for things that, um, may, you know, we'll, and we'll have developments further down the, down the line with this particular character, uh, but that, may or may not get impacted by by the things that we saw uh, yeah the loki it's it's gonna be hard yeah you know it's it's kind of the the line that they walked very similarly with the captain america trilogy Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. because i mean fortunately for them the first the first avenger movie really was a standalone origin story and then the sequels were both used in this way to kick off events that had ripple effects especially civil war but they were able to balance that movie with the the overall moral dilemma is with is with between Steve and his relationships with these two other characters mm-hmm. and and so how everything plays out around it it's all it's all good but it's rooted there so we'll see how much they're able to introduce us to this carol uh, character to this world and at the same time push forward all of these moving parts that um, have started or we're starting to become aware of due to the recent Disney plus shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, <clears throat> and then we do have a bit of a lag in September, but I'm sure a lot of the shows we mentioned that were premiering in August will carry through that month yep. only for October to drop. And like I said, this is all about getting back to the normal, our normal rhythm here, we do have Batwoman season three kicking off in October, on October 13th, along with the DC fandom. Yep. Fandom, fandom, Please be more like day one and not day two. Yes, yes, yes. It will be. <laughs> <laughs> on October 16th. Oh, they're going to have some Batman stuff there. Oh, oh yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Batman. Probably Black, Black Adam also. So, we'll not a real thing, but <laughs> it's probably some flash footage. You know, we get we did get that. You know, we did get the uh, set photos this week from from that with uh, Batfleck uh, on the Bat Cycle. So another movie I don't think is real, but <laughs> <laughs> and then to wrap up October, Dune Part One. Yeah. Part. So I still have not watched that trailer. Still have not watched it. I'm doing this on purpose, everyone. Criticize Will, don't criticize me. But <laughs> but I am starting to get really hyped because I like the idea. They're making it clear this is going to be part one, mm-hmm. and and um and I like it because from what I understand, there's a lot of mythology here at play. Mm-hmm. This is a big saga, so we're getting part one, and on top of that, because. Warner Brothers loves to do this. They're doubling down, and they've already greenlit a prequel series that will drop before Part 2 does. Yep. Oh, man. If Part 1 bombs, that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think it will. Uh, I really yeah. don't think it will. But if... <laughs> if. Well, you know, it could have, you know... The, the way things have been going, it seems like, you know, with these simultaneous releases, it has a big opening weekend, and then week two, just, so. See, I don't really, the box office is a nice number, a nice statistic, but when I say bomb, I'm more like the, the appreciation of the overall movie. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Will it be a Suicide Squad? An Academy Award winning Suicide Squad? Or will it be a 
yet to be seen the bop <laughs> <laughs> or, or or will it just like yeah just make the 1984 version look like a masterpiece which i don't yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see we'll see um and then to kick off november the eternals the long-awaited eternals movie we're finally yeah. gonna get it should have yeah. got it last year going to get it now also yeah. very helpful for this another another interesting origin story movie because we've never met these characters before right but i hmm, we'll see we'll see if they know of any variants we'll see. yeah yeah we will see we will see like as we discussed in shang chi so yep um and then ghostbusters afterlife is coming shortly after that the flash season eight redemption se season will begin november 16th and then right on top of that d23 and and we got an announcement today hawkeye hawkeye yeah. will be dropping on disney plus on november 24th yeah yeah we were you know i know earlier in the week we were like we knew it was coming later in 2021 but um we got official confirmation day that i guess it begins a six episode run and on you know wednesday november 24th so exciting news about that and of course you know i, I know we also had on the rundown about miss marvel um mm -hmm. And because originally, I think at the Disney Investor Day, I they were saying that show was going to come first in October. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm pretty sure I, I know they've wrapped and I guess they're in post-production now. So, I mean, I, I guess it's possible it could still come in October, but then that would mean it would be stepping on the hills of, of uh, what if. I have to look at, I didn't count the calendar out, but because what if 10 episodes so and you figure you know they always do the assembled show so you're going to have the 11th episode uh so calendar wise there's not much space between it and hawkeye if you know if it if, if what if um you're looking at six episodes of miss marvel and then of course the seventh episode being the assemble show so so yeah. i think it's yeah so i think it's probably most likely to get bumped up First, probably January 2022. Which is fine because, yeah. I mean, we got a Comic Con special edition. We're sorry for what happened in July, a yep. policy event. We got Spider Man No Way Home. Will, yeah. we'll get a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't expecting that. <laughs> I, at this point, with that, with with that, they they they've teased me so many times. I don't, it, you know, I'm going. It's definitely will be one that I miss because I'll be like, oh bullshit, they're just fucking with us again. So. I just, I wonder if I was Disney, because what if? I wonder if they were going to wait until what if drops mm -hmm. or maybe something plays out in what if and then drop it. Mm -hmm. uh, very yeah. curious. Yeah. I mean, arguably, as soon as you drop Shang-Chi, like either right after it, drop the trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I think you're right. It, I mean, it would be good to do it like around what if time period or Shang Chi because obviously they're not going to do it right now because I mean obviously the Olympics are you know what everybody's keeping an eye on right now. But uh, I think yeah, I think you're right. It's probably going to be in that window. It, it probably sometime late all mid to late August September time frame. If, yeah. If, yeah, and yeah. the whole Zendaya Tom Holland hookup definitely had a lot of people reminding themselves that we we're going to see them on screen. So <laughs> first, definitely already know December 17th, that's when it's coming. But on top of that, Disney plus will also hopefully knock on wood. This date doesn't change, but the book of Boba Fett mm -hmm. going to drop. And so, and then that's just a wrap on 2021. Like, oh, yeah, it's a beautiful road. It is have coming yep 
Yep. No more things getting pushed back through the due to the pandemic, which is nice. Uh, even though, you know, obviously uh, many productions are starting to get impacted now because of Delta, but you know, but many studios are putting in mandatory vaccinations and it's if they're going to be for people to work on those sets and stuff. So, you know, you know, it, we will hopefully, you know, we will get our bat. You know, Batman has finished filming, so you know it's in post production. So you know, a lot of things for twenty twenty two will will be on track as well. Hopefully, hopefully. I mean, some yeah. things like the Flash, you just can't write right. that put put that completely back. On track. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. The Flash. Yeah, I mean, I did. Yeah, actually, I did see. Yeah, because. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's in production now, so hopefully they can get through it without any any you know, major issues. I did see where someone was hurt today while they were filming the stunt or something like that. But uh, but I think but I think Black Adam is also finished production, so I think the rocket started. Will, what are you? Doing? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're you're yeah. I know you're over here on Earth too, where it's you know where it's still just a myth. <laughs> I've heard about that movie since 2014. <laughs> it is a myth. <laughs> it is a freaking myth. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. But I just, I, I don't know. I I like, we're getting trailers, trailers mm-hmm. that we can trust the release dates to. Yep. Shows are returning. New characters are emerging. A lot of variants are going to mess everything the fuck up. Yeah. It's a beautiful time to be a nerd. And on that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me and give me in your your masters of the universe hate at Will and Polk W I L L M P O L K. Please, you can follow me on Twitter at Belmont, S J B E L M O N T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Friend us, friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, but most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome.